Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Almost Adult Podcast. I'm Isabel. And when I first create when I first thought of the idea of creating a podcast back in April, uh, the first thing I did before even like coming up with like a title and the like cover art and all that, I sat down in my room for like a good 2 hours and I thought of as many episodes as possible. And I thought about like 20 of them. And with those episodes, one of two things happened. They either A, I already recorded them and posted them, or B, I just didn't like the idea because I probably didn't have a lot to talk about on those things or like they're kind of difficult to talk about. And I'm kind of like out of ideas for now, which is like kind of scary to me because... um I always like to be prepared with everything. I would like, in an ideal world, I would like to have, like, six episodes planned, scripted, all that jazz. But no, we are just winging it. We're winging it. So, which goes into today's episode. I just wanted to create, like, a more fun episode. There's no really, like, theme or lesson, except that maybe, like, don't do the things that I do. So... I am, so I just compiled some very embarrassing stories, like embarrassing and drama-filled stories from my high school experience. And I know I mentioned in an earlier episode that like, I was nervous that some people from my high school would find this podcast and if they see me um, like talking crap about them that they'll like try to stir up something. But I kind of gave it more thought and like, the people at my school are not the typical podcast listeners, if you're understanding what I'm saying. So I'm not really too much worried about that. But um, that still doesn't mean I'm going to say anything behind their back. Because I think I've also said this before that I'm the type of person that if I, if I can say it behind your back, I will say it to your face. I probably have. So with that out of the way. So I just compiled some like... Okay, first, before I, like, continue what I was about to say. So, two things. If you had to know two things about me, these are these two things. So, one, as I said before, I am an overthinker. I think about everything too much. You can probably tell that by, like, my last episode. I think about a lot of random things. And two, I try my best to stay out of drama or embarrassing or awkward situations and as soon as I get into like a mildly awkward embarrassing drama filled situation whatever my mind just likes to replay that situation over and over and over again for years basically one of these stories were from two years ago and another one's from almost a year ago so I just like replay these situations in my head over and over again Because I just acted so poorly in them. And just the purpose of this episode is to like just say all these things out loud. Because I don't think I've ever said my perspective of these situations out loud before. So I thought that might be a little interesting. And just to like laugh at them. So you can just like laugh at them with me. Um, How stupid. I'm sorry that was my computer. Um, Just laugh at how dumb I am and how childish I was as a freshman and sophomore 
But before I go into those stories, if you like what you're hearing so far from me in my episodes, I would really appreciate it if you can go give me a follow on Instagram at the Almost Adult Podcast and subscribe to whatever podcast listening system station whatever you are currently listening on and that would be very much appreciated and I know I said I would start my episodes but I just want to start one thing that I'm I'm trying to start with this podcast so I have a lot of like I ask myself a lot of questions in life because I'm feeling I'm at that stage of my life where I'm just like trying to figure out who I am so I find myself like asking a lot of questions, either questions I found on TikTok or social media or questions that just pop up in my head. So which gave me inspiration for this segment, which is called Food for Thought. And basically the purpose of this podcast, well, this segment of the podcast is to help you just think, think about questions I ask you because when I listen to podcasts, I find myself very easily having a conversation with my phone, either from what the host is either asked a question to like another co-host or they just said something that like sparked another thought in me that was so that I like really needed to say out loud. So I thought I would try to create that situation by starting a segment called Food for Thought so I can help you think about yourself a little more and just like just facilitate some deeper thoughts. So for the food for thought of this episode is a question and the question is what was the best compliment you've ever received? And like with with my life right now I'm facing a lot of different criticisms not only from people Uh, Not only from like mentors I had, maybe friends at school, but just mainly for myself. I criticize myself a lot, maybe too much, but I honestly don't think so. But I criticize myself a lot. So sometimes um, above all that criticisms, you just think about those too much. And sometimes it's good to think about what were the best compliments you ever received what are the compliments that made you feel most good about yourself it could be that um a certain person called you beautiful and you weren't expecting that or a certain mentor said something to you but let me so let me answer the question first so the best compliment i have ever received was actually on two separate instances so the first one was all the way from freshman year I was in my Spanish to honors class and just for like some background freshman year I was still very very shy like I was painfully shy but I was like really working hard to improve my just like becoming more extroverted and participating more even though I didn't do much of that freshman year and I was just trying to work on my confidence and stuff. But I feel like even before freshman year, I've always thought I was a good presenter. Like I was good at presenting in front of a front of a group of people when I'm prepared. So for this Spanish presentation, um, I had to talk about in front of the entire class with a PowerPoint and everything. If I were to go to the mall, what store I would go to and what I would buy. I would try to say that in Spanish, but I honestly forgot. Now, I cannot speak Spanish. I am 
so so bad at Spanish and I'm like I'm in my I've been taking Spanish in seventh grade so wait eighth seven eighth nine ten eleven so my sick going into my sixth year learning Spanish and I can barely form sentences like this is embarrassing so like that should show how low confidence I have in my Spanish ability but I did the presentation I did good like it's freshman year so they like give us some slack with presentation so they allow us to um have like note cards and some students were like staring at them the entire time and I created like some flashcards but I noticed I hate as soon as I look at flashcards I find myself just going up and down with my head or eventually just like being completely dependent on my flashcards when I give presentations so I just I just look up at the because she said because my Spanish teacher said that she'd rather have us look down at note cards and just like stare at the screen at the powerpoint screen for a presentation but I did it mostly from memory it was pretty good and after my presentation like when I was going back to my seat in the back of the classroom she in Spanish my Spanish teacher in Spanish she asked me how old I was because this class, even though it was like mainly a freshman class, there was also junior, sophomores, juniors, and seniors looking for credit. And I told her I was like, I was 15 because I was 15 at the time. And she was like, only 15. I'm sorry. Uh, only 15. You present, you present better than some of my seniors who are 17, 18 years old. She said that in front of the entire class. And that just made me feel very good about myself. Because I, I knew I knew at the time that I was not the most confident person. And just knowing that, that basically confirmed to me that I had good presentation skills. And it's just something I think about a lot. Because like, I was definitely not expecting that. Especially how I am painfully shy and terrible at Spanish. So that meant really a lot to me. I don't think she realized how much that means to me. I haven't talked to her since taking her class freshman year. But I hope she's okay. She's a nice lady. And then my second best compliment is um, actually occurred back in May. So I participated in this... Um, science fair competition at the local level and I won gold at it and my like my mentor that I was working with she was like telling all my teachers about it and one of the teachers she told was like the science department head at my high school and my science like the department head he emailed me he's like oh congratulations blah 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 but like she so he like forwarded the email that she sent to them about me. So I don't think she was like she didn't mean for me to see the content in that email. I actually I sometimes I'm I just like click around in my email and I like found it. And she called me a talented young scientist. And just with that, it's just like one that was completely candid. She wasn't saying that and she said that behind my back which like means more to me and two is I think I mentioned this a couple of times as well but like I like research biomedical research is something I can seriously 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 see myself doing for the next 10 15 years 
and just for my mentor someone who's worked with me to call me a young talented scientist about something i'm passionate about that really means a lot yeah it just mean it means a lot that it basically confirms that like the passion that i'm driving so hard to pursue is worth it because i have the skills for it so what is the best compliment that you've ever received i'm going to leave 15 seconds of silence so you can tell me Mm -hmm. wow that was very interesting so, I hope these food for thoughts will be beneficial for the both of us. And let's get into my stories for today. <clears throat> so, I have my notebook here and I just have like the person's name. But I'm not going to say their name just for privacy reasons. So, this first person, we're going to call him... I should have thought of these names beforehand. Uh, let's call him Robert yeah Robert so this story takes place um beginning like first semester sophomore year and I feel like I should give some context about that time in my life so freshman year I literally had no friends like I'm being serious I can when I look back at it I probably had one honestly one friend and just like the way my high school is which that's just too long to talk about for this episode it's just like it's hard so there's like different buildings where like each student resides and like you can you basically need to make friends in your building <laughs> or else you'll be lonely at like lunch and breakfast and like building related activities so I didn't I really did not have friends like I sat by myself fresh for lunch all that yada 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 but sophomore year was like the time where I really really made friends like a majority of my friends the majority of the friends I made the majority of the friends I have now are from sophomore year and junior year so at this so um first semester sophomore year I was at a time of my life where I was making a lot of new friends so and like even um middle school i didn't have a lot of friends so i was unaware of like people having different intentions of my relationship with them so there's this one guy no this is like such a funny story okay so i have a friend if he listens to this he's gonna know it's okay so i have a f so we have a mutual friend her name is Oh, I need. I really should think of these names. Let's call her Susie, okay? So, me and Bob had a mutual good friend named Susie. And Susie forced me to run for student government as secretary. So, I first, I really didn't want to do it because I was still very, very introverted. But I was, like, starting to break out of my shell, my shell more and more. So I thought, like, what would be a better way to break out of your shell than having your face plastered all over school, making a speech that 800 people would listen to? So I did it. I don't know what caused me to 
say that, like, to, like, run for student body secretary. But that's besides the point. So, I ran, so Susie, she forces me to do class secretary, to run for student body secretary. I said yes. And she texts me, like, one night. Because, like, we were supposed to get... So, that, during that time, it was around mid-October. Because we have elections, like, like around early November. And we, like, around the October time, we were, like, putting up posters around the school. And she texted me one day. And she was like, hey, Isabel, do you want to come help me put up my posters after school? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she was like, okay, meet in the band room. Because we have, like, a band locker room. And if you don't know what a band locker room looks like... um. It's literally a room full of lockers. It's pretty big. No, uh, I mean, you can probably fit about, like, 20 people in there, if that gives you a reference. It's, like, a really big closet. But it's not, like, a closet closet. So, she's like, okay, meet me there tomorrow after school. I'm like, okay, see you there. And the next day, after six period, which is my last period of the day, made my way to the band room and she wasn't there but I already forgot his name I said Robert if it wasn't Robert it's not Robert so I went to the band room and Robert's there and I didn't know Robert before the situation at all I only knew the only thing I knew about Robert was his name was Robert and he played the baritone so he he's just standing there and I'm kind of like well at first he was just there I didn't know he was helping he was just there and I'm like oh, okay so I just stood there waiting for her it was very awkward I mean I don't remember it but I can just imagine it being awkward and he like after probably like a minute or so in silence he he like taps me and he's like oh are you helping Susie put up her posters and I'm like yeah she asked me yesterday and she's like oh she asked me too and in my head I was like why does Susie need a whole party to help her put up some damn posters so like 30 seconds later she comes and she and like the three of us help her put up her posters around school and I didn't realize it at the time but he was like trying to I don't want to say he was flirting but he was like trying to act funny he was trying to make me laugh and sometimes I get pity laughs when I see people trying to act funny but I just don't find Robert a funny person he just makes too many offensive jokes he makes me more like he makes me like my reaction to his jokes are more like why would you say that that's kind of rude then oh my god that was so funny <laughs> So he was making jokes. I laughed at some of them. I didn't at others. And that was that for the day. We just put up the posters and I went on my way. And later that evening, he adds me on Snapchat. And he was like, oh, are you that girl who helped Susie put up her posters? And I was like, yeah, you don't know who I am. Like jokingly, ha ha ha. Or... Because I think we, like, um, introduced each other. And he was like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you remembered me. Because, like, I get it. Sometimes you just, like, don't... You want to, like, say hi to a person. 
But you want to talk to a person, but you don't know that person knows you. So I got it. I get it. And, like, he said, oh, I just want to be friends with you. Now, sophomore year, 15-year-old Isabel was not making friends until sophomore year. She didn't know any better. So when a guy was like, I want to be your friend, I'm like, okay. Let's be friends. I have no problem with that. Why would I turn down a friendship? But, spoiler alert, he was looking more for a friendship. Which, I'll get into the juicy stuff after that. So, after I told me he was friends, he was like, yeah, great. And he, we like started texting every day. He would always text me first. And... I just thought he just wanted to have a conversation with me. <laughs> like, looking back at it now, now that I know the signs, I'm like, oh, Isabel, you're so naive. But at the time, I was like, I legitimately thought he wanted to be my friend, which is true, obviously, but he probably, he most likely wanted to be more than that. Actually, he did want to be more than that. So, <clears throat> it sounds like I'm losing my voice. Okay, anyway. So... He used to text, he started texting me every day. And I would, like, text him back because, like, that's the nice thing to do. And I remember, like, probably, like, a week or so. Not even a week. Very soon after we started talking. Not, like, talking, talking. Like, literally having a conversation with one another. Um, I saw something on his Snapchat that was, like, I forgot what it was, but it was along the lines with talking to a girl I like, very excited about how things are going. Something like that. And when I saw that Snapchat on the story, I'm like, he better not be talking about me. Because it's never about you. Until it is. So I just assume, because it's like, guys don't have crush on me. Ew. Why would a guy have a crush on me? That's nasty. Why would they like me? Someone, nah, it's not me. It's not me. So, but in the back of my mind, I did have a hunch that it was me because he said I just started to and we just started to talking. So, I had like a little hunch in the back of my head. Fast forward to lunch, like the next day at my lunch, my lunch table, there was one girl. Um, she, I never, I never talked to this girl. She's just at my lunch table. She likes to talk to the other people at my lunch table, but she rarely talked to me. And she was like, one day, or that day after, she was like, oh, Isabel, I have, I know someone that has a crush on you. And I was like, hmm. So I put two to two together. And I was like, oh, he was talking about me. She wouldn't say her name, but like, I kind of like finessed it. So, at this point, I knew that Robert had a crush on me. And that kind of like changed everything about how we interacted with each other because I didn't want to let him know that I knew because I thought it would be embarrassing for him but at the same time I didn't want him to think that I liked him because I feel like the more I talked to him the more it confirmed to him that he liked me that I liked him back and that was definitely not the case so I just stopped this is where I went wrong so I just stopped answering. Well, I didn't just like abruptly stop answering his text. I just like slowly 
stop responding to him more and more. I forgot to mention this before, but he would like send me good morning and good night texts. Like, come on. That was very, like, I don't know why I didn't see the signs. But, um, he, I just like slowly stopped answering him because I just didn't know how to react to that. Like, I didn't want to embarrass him, but at the same time, I don't want him to, I don't want to feed into his, like, I don't want to say delirium, but, like, to his fantasy that we could be together. Sorry. So I just, which was very, um, not the right thing to do. Because it took him a while to realize that I didn't like him. I remember there was one specific day. I don't know how far. I think a week after um, I discovered we, I don't know if I mentioned this, but like I'm part of, I'm in band. I play, I play in the marching band and me, Susie and Robert were all in marching band and me and Susie play the trumpet and then Robert played the baritone. So, um, oh yeah. Okay. Now I'm trying to like remember it. So. I don't know if it was, no, it wasn't a week after. It was the day after. Because, um, okay, so the day after. So how, like, marching band or game nights happen at my school, which I'm kind of like, allows me to reminisce about marching band a little bit since um, my season got ruined. I just realized that, like, my, this is a little tangent, but, like, Damn, I had a really bad marching band experience. Because, like, freshman year, sophomore year were fine. We went to games and stuff. And um, junior year, I don't... I think this was only um, in Massachusetts, so I don't think anyone else would know what I'm talking about. Or, like, in the New England area. But, like, we were having this... We had, like, triple E, which I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's, like, like a virus and mosquitoes that were, like, really... Um, making people sick and like killing them so a way for our school department to handle that was to only make our we, we couldn't stay out later than like we couldn't stay out later than sundown so our marching some of our marching band rehearsals would be from like 6 to 9 p.m and it would still be from 6 to 9 p.m but we would spend 6 to 7 or seven thirty. Um, outdoors marching and then the other hour and a half inside doing music and I hated who I hated marching band music rehearsals like that's not why I signed up for marching band so those really suck and senior year don't gotta say it corona no no don't gotta worry about triple e when we have coronavirus so yeah that kind of bummed out i don't really like marching band which is a story for another time on why i don't like marching band but okay so sophomore year marching band was fine and we went to it was away game so we got got on a bus and how like game nights work at my school is we have to be dressed in our uniforms by um for an away game probably like 4 30 and school ends at 2. And a lot of people don't have parents that could drive them home from school at 2 and, like, drop them off again at 4.30. So, like, I say about, like, 25 to 50% of all the marching band students just stay after school. And I was one of them because I didn't really have a ride to or from 
um, school in that time. I tried walking home and walking back. It, it was not fun at all. Like carrying my heavy uniform. Nuh-uh. Actually, I remembered I was a freshman when it was probably like the very first game and I didn't bring my uniform to school. And I had to walk all the way home and I had to walk all the way back with a heavy marching band uniform. And this very nice senior, she saw how I was struggling, like carrying my uniform. And like my school has a very long entrance. So so she like saw me on the sidewalk. And she just like picked me up in her car and drove her and drove me the rest of the way to school. Which was very, very nice of her. If I um, had a car, I would definitely return the favor to a freshman. But that's besides the point. So, so I forgot what I was talking about. I really get off topic. So, yeah, so people just stay at school the entire time. And that's what me and Susie regularly done. But this day, it was always just so when, so on Fridays or like game nights, me and Susie just usually hang out because there's like um, fast food places around my school. So um, all the kids just like stayed around those areas and me and Susie would just always hang out with each other but today or that day Robert was there like oh what is going on why is he here why is he here Susie why is he here and she didn't tell me until like we were us two were finally alone like he was like getting something and she was like she was like yeah Robert likes you and I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I kind of like deduced it. And she was like, no, you do not understand how much he likes you. And she's like, I'll show you evidence on like the bus ride to um, the away game. And he was just acting very, cre- I just remember he was acting very creepy that day. Like I remember um, like me, the three of us, were walking and she was like hey bob do you know that isabel's haitian which i am am haitian and he was like yeah i saw that in her instagram bio by the like wait this is word for word and she was like so he this was literally what he said word for word basically he was like yeah I, oh yeah i got that from her instagram bio by the way you have to follow me back on that to me and I was like, oh, okay. And just to find you, I haven't used my Instagram. Like, my Instagram was basically inactive from, uh, I don't even know, like, freshman year, like, summer freshman year to, like, April, April 2020. So I was really inactive. So, like, I wasn't posting nothing. So he found me on Instagram. And I don't know if my account was private back then. But it's just like I don't know that it really that really creeped me out. So okay, I need to get this story moving along. So yeah, he he that whole entire night he was creeping me out. He was like he was like he was doing research on me or something. Like he probably asked a lot of people. So um on the bus. So we managed, like, me and Susie managed to find a seat away from him. I don't think on purpose, but we were just, like, he wasn't, like, sitting near us. And he showed me all the, um, 
Susan showed me all the texts that they had about me and she was like yeah like that was literally our only topic of conversation for the last like month and oh my god like I read the text and like ugh I don't want to even say it because it's like so embarrassing but like you can just imagine like the word simp <laughs> like a simp wasn't cool back then but he was being a total simp and I just didn't know how to handle that that made me even more uncomfortable because like this was like the first time that I discovered like a guy liked me in high school so I was kind of like eh I feel like like I'm a Scorpio too so like I was like ugh guy liking me no no why do you think that no so that made our even our interactions even more weird and like to discover and through those conversations it was discovered that he liked me freshman year he liked me towards the end of freshman year and like had a crush on me all that time which makes me like think which i'll get into that later but it just made me like oh and he like tried her best to like stay as close to me as much as possible like for a marching band formation so like it goes the, some of the woodwinds, blah, 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 trumpet, and then baritone and tuba. No, baritone and um, trombone, right, like, the row behind us. And he tried his best to stay right behind me, and that made me mucho, mucho, mucho uncomfortable. And not like he was being creepy, but, like, just, like, all the stuff I know. And, yeah, it's just, like... I just, like, I, I think I basically just stopped talking to him at that point because I needed to ease him into realizing that I have, I want nothing to do with him romantically. And at this point, I made several mistakes in that situation. So, I, like, A, I stopped talking to him. I avoided him in the halls. And I made, <laughs> this is the worst thing, I made another guy friend of mine which i'll get into that later i mean another guy friend of mine tell robert that i don't like him instead of me telling him myself and just like no like i don't know what i think i even regretted it like right after because then right after he told him like i was like straight up ignoring him and then like so, like, the next day after my guy friend told Robert that I didn't like him, he showed me, like, the conversation they had on Snapchat. And he was like, yeah, I can see that she's on Snapchat. She was on Snapchat four minutes ago because of, like, Snap Maps. I'm like, oh, okay. So that taught me my lesson to keep my Snap Maps on for everyone. So, um, I don't even know if I have it off. I don't use Snapchat anymore. But I think I only have it set to, like, a very limited number of people can see it but that learned my lesson to be like okay don't keep your snap maps on <laughs> and yeah I just and I just like stopped talking to him it was very awkward I mean we were never like by ourselves anywhere so I didn't have to like awkward face to face but like walking in the halls especially like since we had band together very awkward but i think um if my memory precedes me correctly 
we end up did talking eventually over Snapchat, trying to be like, I'm sorry about how I reacted. And he was like, yeah, I'm sorry that I was being so creepy. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, um, yeah, and that was kind of the end of that. Like, I guess he understood. I don't think, we're not friends now, if you're wondering that. But I think I just, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the biggest thing. So, Susie, I t- remember how I said how me and Susie are, um, like me and, so me and Robert had a mutual friend named Susie. This whole entire time, Susie was trying to set Robert up with, like, he was trying to set me up with Robert this entire time, even though she knew I didn't like him. Like, what? I don't know why, like, I don't know why she would do that. But I thought that was very interesting. So the point of this story was... So the lesson I learned from this story is to know the signs when a person has a crush on you. And just confront things. I think that taught me to be more confrontational because there was all this drama running around, secretness between probably the both of us. And I feel like if I just squash the bug right now, we probably would be friends. Instead of, like, me icing him out. Which I've learned my lesson. Okay. I I, I think that's all I wanted to say for that episode. I mean, not for that episode, that story. So, okay, so I don't want to talk about these stories forever. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, like, not talk but that was like that had a that story had like a lot going on in it so this second story we're gonna call him we'll call him we'll call him jake jakey jakey okay so with jake this so this story takes place oh this takes place exactly a year later (laughs) like i don't know like it seems like election season, like, guys are all upon me. Like, jeez. Like, they love women in power. I can't connect to the Wi-Fi network. You might want to check the connection settings what in the, the Google Home. That's what I get around my Google Home on. Okay. So, with story two, is a doozy. So, I really don't want this podcast to be over an hour. So, I'm going to try to, like explain this as concisely as possible so it start technically it started it started sophomore year like how i mentioned that there was a guy friend of mine um told robert that i didn't like him yeah it was jake and me and jake became friends by sitting at the lunch table because i think i said this in an early episode but i kind of just just like sat there and I just sat at that table and I like made new friends but I also talked about at an earlier episode how um Jake which I don't remember what fake name I used in that episode but Jake he I don't know if he I ha- I thought I had a suspicion that he liked me especially after the after the Robert situation I was definitely more on edge if a guy liked me or not so I had suspicions 
But, like, I can't have a suspicion about every single guy I'm friends with, you know? I don't know if that's normal. I feel like that's normal. Like, have... I feel like out of, like, 97% of my guy friends... Now, I'll say 75. 75%. I had an inkling that... Like, a tiny... Just a tiny... Like, maybe... No. Because, like, why would else would you be friends with me? What's that's the point? So, I, th- I had a tiny inkling, but I was like, nope. And then we got into some drama sophomore year where he... So, I think I said I was struggling with, like, like intense anxiety and depression sophomore year. So, it caused me to act out. Sorry, that's my mom. Oh, this podcast is such a mess. Okay. So, it caused me to act out at lunch and I wasn't really myself certain times of the day because I was just miserable in certain classes. And he took that for me not liking him so he talked he talked crap behind my back to other people at the lunch table and when i finally confronted him about it he said all those things to me and then i hurt my feelings and then um yeah and then like we didn't really become even after we kind of like made up but we kind of just stopped talking in february because of a certain situation not like anything bad he like he he i just knew at the time that he could never see me more than a bad person or a cocky person or whatever so i'm just like okay why would i waste time trying to convince someone that i'm better when they're never going to change so i just stopped stopped talking to him in um in february of sophomore year and then junior year first day of school because i still thought at the time he hated me like from february all the way to september so february of sophomore year to september i thought the entire time he hated me because we never talked so fast forward the first day of junior year i walked into my math class which was first period and when i saw him i was like i like i lost my breath i was like oh my god he's in this class like and there was like a lot of people that i thought didn't like me like imagine walking into your first day the first class of the on the first day of school and like since i'm in the ib program like the these people in my class these people my first period class i have every single class with and you just see a bunch of people that you thought didn't like you like that made me very upset i was like I don't even fully remember. I was like hyperventilating almost. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be a terrible experience junior year. I literally thought everyone in that class hated me, except for like one person. I either didn't know them well, I didn't know them at all, or I thought they didn't like me. So I thought like, and he was one of those people that I thought didn't like me. But... As, like, time went on, we, like, started, we started to become friends again. And the thing that, like, made us become friends, friends, not, like, not, like, class friends, but, like, a step beyond that was election season. And election season, he really, he really wanted to help me win. So, okay, so with junior election season, I was very okay with running for secretary again. 
But Susie, Susie was like, no. Well, okay. So sophomore year, Susie wanted me to run for vice president because like we're friends, president, vice president. It's weird, president, secretary, you know? So she wanted to do president, vice president. And I was like, no. Right? But sophomore year, I mean, junior year, she was like, vice president? I'm like, um, I don't know. And, like, the girl who is sophomore vice president, she didn't really do a good job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I feel like I could do a better job than her. And when I discovered that she was running again, I was like, okay, I'm going to run against her. Because I feel like I could, I had a possibility of running against her. I don't know. But there was another person who was rumored to be running against, also running for the vice president position. And she was like super pretty, super popular. She was a cheerleader, everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not winning against that. And... I was like, yeah. And at the last moment, like, we had, like, nomination forms to send in. At the last minute, I scribbled out vice president and I circled secretary. And I, in my speech, because we had to, like, write up a speech to record in front of the entire, to for the entire class to watch, I erased all the vice presidents and put secretary. And when I told my friends that, they were not happy. <laughs> Especially Jake. Jake was very, very not happy. And... Um, my sister, she is a freshman, and he, she loves, she's one of those fresh, she's one of those freshmen that likes to hang out with upperclassmen, so, and Jake, at the time, I think, I'm pretty sure he had a crush on me, before I said the surprise, I think he had a crush on me, um, at the, actually, I knew he had a crush on me, but... He, like, used my sister to get close to me because my sister was now a freshman. And he was talking to her. And, of course, my sister told me everything. And I don't know. It sounds like I'm whispering. So she, like, showed me how she's like, oh, I think she's making a big mistake. I don't know why she doesn't think she's so much prettier than the other girl, this, that, and the third. And I was like, oh. I'm like, why can't you say all these things to me? But he's saying it all to my sister. My, even my sister was like, yeah, I think he has a crush on you. I'm like, ew, is that so? Because, like, remember, um, sophomore year, he hated me. He, like, really hated me. And now, fast forward, like, almost a year later, he, like, has a crush on me. So, I learned my lesson from Robert. I... I don't, I think my, well, did I tell him face to face? I, no, I did not tell him. But I think my sister talked him out of it. Because he, he and my sister were like starting to become good friends. My sister's as a freshman, by the way, and he's a junior. So I guess he came to his senses because we would not be a, we would not be a good couple because we just have, totally different perspectives and values and we would just just now just now but like 
I just thought I just thought that what the situation with Jake was very funny because like he hated me sophomore year and then he had a crush on me in junior year like tell me anyone else who had that situation happen to them am I right so but I have to say it was because of him that I did end up running changing my mind and running for vice president and winning so because he was like really adamant that I go against her even though she didn't end up running anyway but that's I think that's the end of that story we were, we're we were still good for oh yeah wait no that's not the end of the story a month later he ended up dating my sister he dated my sister from like October no like November to February <laughs> oh, that's even more funnier and like like, it's because my sister is my sister that I didn't have a problem with the relationship. I knew him personally, and I'm like, okay, she's he's okay for her to go out with. But, like, my friends were like, Ugh. Like, my friends, which are also his friends, is like, why would he be dating a freshman? Like, upperclassmen dating lowerclassmen? Like, the lowerclassmen friends, when they realize their friends dating upperclassmen, that's like, ooh, okay. But the upperclassmen friends, when they realize their friends dating a lowerclassman, that's like, pet no not i'm not gonna say that but like uh like that's creepy like why are you dating someone two three years younger than you but i didn't have a problem with it in this case because it was my sister and i knew him and i knew he was a good guy but it's just funny the circle of life they broke up i don't know if i said that they broke up in february which i'm not mad i thought it was funny i still tease her to this day about it because i'm not gonna say why they broke up but it's just it's a funny it's a funny story i like to tease her about it sometimes okay i keep talking so the point of that story is don't completely block yourself out of failed relationships because you never know when they might spark up again and this last story, it's a quick one, but it's probably the most embarrassing I've ever went through. So, um, during, and, and this happened like, maybe a week ago. So, I was in quarantine, obviously everyone's in quarantine, and I'm on TikTok a lot, and I'm, especially on college TikTok, you know, college application TikTok. And there's this one, um, TikToker, she had about, she does, she's not very big, she has like, uh, probably less than she probably has around 10k followers on tiktok which is still a lot i feel like on um edu tiktok that's a lot so she's pretty big and she has a remind and like i'm experienced at remind i have reminds for classes extracurriculars and all that so i knew how to use um remind so i signed up for her remind and um, about a week ago, I got a brand new MacBook. I'm actually like sitting right in front of it, staring at it. And like, I was sitting in my sister's room showing them my new MacBook. And like, so if you don't have a MacBook, you know how like you can have, you can have text messages on your phone and like it can transfer to the MacBook and you can like text on the MacBook and all like pretend it's from your phone so i had this computer open for an hour and the only two text messages i got was from the group chat and from her remind and if you know where this is going so 
I wrote an insult. It I was supposed to write an insult for my sister's group chat, but I accidentally sent it to the remind number. And like I don't even want to say the insult because like it's really it's really bad, it's really bad. Like I'm I'm still so embarrassed about it. And like before I could even say she's sorry, she's already texting back and she's like, she's like, like of course I can't. She's like, thank you. Is anyone else you want to say? Like she was getting ready to square up on me, and I was like, oh my god. And she's like the same age. She's a rising senior as well. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, she's gonna cancel me. Like, I can't have this. And I'm like, literally, TikTok. I'm like, I'm so so sorry. I was not meant to send this to you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I actually love your TikTok. Your TikToks are so helpful. Blah, 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 blah. Which were all true, by the way. But I was just trying to make her, like, not kick me out of her, like, group chats. Because I was in, like, a couple of her group chats and read mine. Because she gives, like, actually really useful tips. And she was like, she forgave me, but. At the same time, I don't know how you can ever forgive someone that, like, said the stuff I said to her. Even though it was meant for my sisters. And just, like, ugh. And now, like, and I had, I was supposed to have, like, a one-on-one meeting with her. Just, like, talk about college applications and I couldn't even show my face to it. It was too embarrassing. So I ended up just canceling it. But, yeah, it just, it was so embarrassing. So I learned to double check on who I'm texting to it was that was, it was just so embarrassing I never had anything happen like that to me and like oh I don't know <sighs> but I mean she forgave me which is I guess was okay but I don't think I could ever live that down especially that like that insult like ruined my day like I, that's all I thought about that weekend like how i insulted her that's so rude if someone did that to me i don't know but i guess it's water under the bridge now or at least it has to be in my eyes okay so those were all the stories that i wanted to talk about today um i didn't do much laughing i kind of just was like letting out steam about some situations But if you liked what you heard today and you're interested in listening to more podcast episodes of mine, I would highly encourage you to go subscribe to the Almost Adults podcast on whatever online streaming service you're listening on and to follow the Almost Adult podcast on Instagram. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.